And hello and welcome to Let This Mind Be In You on a Thursday night. Uh, let's see, it's the 16th of January, 2020, and I just want to welcome you here to my studio and uh, to another, I guess, program, another study. Uh, tonight we're going to be in the, the book of Romans again, uh, and that's going to be in chapter 11. So uh, t- go ahead and get your Bibles out and go ahead and turn there. Uh, before we get started, though, uh, just on the way of a few announcements, uh, so tonight is the first night that I'm actually uh, restreaming. So I'm sending out uh, my broadcast to a website, and they're pushing it out to both Facebook Live on my Let This Mind Be In You Ministries uh, page on Facebook. Um, so people can watch it there live and also watch the video later on. And as well as obviously here on YouTube. And then, of course, later on, it'll be on all the, the audio podcast um, platforms. But what's really interesting, somebody made me aware that I'm now on Podbean. Just look up Let This Mind Be In You Ministries podcast on Podbean. I didn't even know I was even over there. And uh, so I guess it's because of um, my hosting site. They send it out there to them. So I'm on there as well. So a whole bunch of different apps and different things you can do to listen to the audio version of this program. So I want to welcome you here tonight. Um, First and foremost, obviously, I want to encourage all of you to listen to this entire video. Um, if you, um, are watching this later on, please watch the entire thing. Um, if you have to pause it and return to it some other time, that's fine. Uh, just make sure you listen to the entire thing. Um, and then also, excuse me, then also just, uh, remember that I do have, a, um, an email address that it's for this ministry. It's L T M B I Y at Yahoo. If you have any questions, you can hit me up there at, uh, the, um, my Yahoo account on my email. So right now I'm monitoring uh, my YouTube page. And so I see Brother uh, Moore, uh, Brother Gabriel, uh, Sister Elizabeth uh, are on here as well as Brother JT. And then um, I'm trying to uh, go over here to my uh, my Facebook page, but I have no idea who's watching it on there or how that's even doing because I can't really monitor that in real time. So hopefully it'll all turn out correctly. I'm sure it will. So um, with that in mind, let's go ahead and get started. Yes, Brother Gabriel, at least the word is getting out. And that's all I'm tr- That's all we've been commanded to do. That's the one of the will of God for our lives is to proclaim his word, his pure word, which is exalted or uh, I don't want to above his name. We just looked at that last night as a body of believers. Um, just brought up that verse last night as how much of an encouragement that is. Yeah. The word above all thy name magnified for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name. Just amazing. Amazing. We have the word of God in front of us. So go ahead and get it open. Uh, in the way of context review, um, I want you to, uh, real quick, just turn back to uh, Romans chapter 1. So just a few pages over, just turn back to Romans chapter 1. And uh, look in verse number 7 and 8. Paul's writing here, of course. This is a letter to all that be in Rome. Beloved of God, called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for you all 
that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world. So he's writing, um, he he's writing to the saved church there. You know, I don't know how else you can be. I mean, there the church there, and uh, all those churches about would spread this uh, letter around for all to read. And so, I just wanted to say that because this was a letter to saved people. This is a fact. Um, so sometimes, though, people want to make uh, chapters nine, ten, and even eleven, um, all all those three chapters somehow is some sort of a, uh, I don't know, to Jewish people to remind them of the of the prophecies for when they are given their kingdom. Uh, no, this is to save people. This is speaking to the church. And when you're <laughs> and what this is, you know, we've talked about this before that the one of the big problems there with people trying to bring people under the the old customs and traditions, the Judaizers so to speak, that wanted the people to just Okay, now that you're saved, that's great, but now you got to do all these things. And Paul will get into that in the book of, uh, I think, in Romans 14 and talking about meats and all these different things. So he's setting that up here in this letter, writing about it. So we can't make this to unsaved Jews in Romans 9, 10, 11, which is where we'll be tonight in Romans 11. Uh, It's not. So would you uh, then next turn to Romans chapter 9? I'm going somewhere with this, okay? Romans chapter 9 and verse 3. Romans chapter 9 and verse 3 says, For I could wish that myself were accursed from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises whose are the fathers, and of whom is concerning the flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God blessed forever. Amen. Jesus Christ was a Jew, the lineage of David, okay? He was of the tribe of Judah. So with that being in mind, again, like I said, I'm going somewhere. It makes a distinction there when he uses the term brethren. Sometimes I use that term brethren. I'm speaking to saved people. I say brethren, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ. I'm, I don't have to make a distinction there because there is no difference between Jew or Greek, okay? There's no, there's no difference. We are one in Christ Jesus, as the Bible says. Paul makes a distinction here, and he's describing who he's talking about. So when he uses the term brethren, he describes who he's talking about. He's speaking of the people that's of his brethren and as can pertaining to the flesh. Uh, as far as uh, kinsmen according to the flesh, Okay? Pretty simple. Now, Romans chapter 10. Again, brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. He's speaking to saved people about what his heart's desire is. Brethren in that context is speaking about brothers in Christ. It's really simple. This is written to the church. Somehow people get that confused, and I just wanted to... Take the time to teach through that just real quick. Brethren, there is saved people. By the way, both Jews and Gentiles were in this body. As we'll see later on, we know why this is. Because they were having problems. As far as all those early churches did. Um, so, it's saved people in the churches. 
So that way, in Romans 10 and verse 8, that is why Paul makes it clear this is what we preach. Romans 10, verse 8, But what saith it? The word is nigh thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Speaking that their joy may be full to remember these things. This is what we preach, and so forth and so on. And then it keeps going from there. He just wanted to give them a reminder that the earth, and just this is the reminder to them to, that they are one now in Christ Jesus. And then, with that being said, I just wanted to give a reminder that the early church had problems with this. So, Romans covers the fact that God is not done with Israel, and that's when we'll get into Romans chapter 11. Um, I just wanted to take the time to teach you that just real quick so that people are not confused, okay? Some, some are. I, I pray that you read it in the proper context. Paul was writing to be a help to the church here through the power of the Spirit so that their joy may be full. So one more thing about Romans 10, 13. Now, the last video we covered Romans 10. But I just want to bring one more thing up. We believe that the King James Bible is perfect with no contradictions, correct? We, we, we stand firm on that. God's perfect holy word, above his name even, magnified above his name. So turn to Psalms 138 verse 2 as we just read there, and you can see that again. But turn to Joel chapter 2 in verse 28. This is a favorite of... Uh, some people that teach that uh, Romans 10.13 is speaking to the Jews about their physical salvation, which will happen one day. But turn back to Joel, Joel, chapter 2, in verse 28. And it shall come to pass afterwards that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. This should start sounding familiar to you if you read your Bible. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. Verse 32. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, for in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be deliverance, as the Lord hath said, and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. Okay, just remember what that said just now, and turn over to Acts. Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, in verse number 17. And just so you kind of gives you a reminder of where this is at in verse 16, but this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I will show them wonders in heaven above, and signs in the earth beneath, blood and fire and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon into blood, before that great and notable day of the Lord come. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. 
All right, so we got that. Now, can anybody really quickly tell me the difference between those two passages of Scripture when it says call and Romans 10, 13? I'll give it a few minutes here on YouTube to see if anybody will answer real quick. The difference between that verse, those two verses, passages of Scriptures that I just showed you, and Romans 10, 13. Give it a few more seconds. JT's not probably wanting to answer because we were talking on Skype before this. <laughs> Delivered, yes, that is instead of saved, but it does say saved in Acts. Shall be saved. So, good catch. Those are two different words in Acts and Joel, but between Joel, Acts, and Romans, what is the difference in Romans 10, 13? All right, I'm going to give it away for you, okay? Upon. Notice that, that on the name of the Lord shall be delivered, Joel. Call on the name of the Lord shall be saved in Acts. So God preserved his perfect holy word. So is it actually quoting Joel in Romans 10, 13? It may be, but not quite. See, Peter was still preaching the kingdom to the Jews there because it was right at the day of Pentecost. He's still preaching the kingdom of heaven, still preaching the kingdom gospel to the Jews. There were no Gentiles there in that early day. But in Romans 10, 13, in verse 12, it says, Romans 10, verse 12 says, For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek, for the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The gospel that they were preaching was right here. I, you know, don't let anybody tell you any different. Okay, I try to teach through that as slowly as I possibly could. I want to take the time. If you have any questions, leave a comment below or email. Read this as a letter in context and stop trying to uh, put your own thoughts into it and just read God's word. It's pretty clear to me. It's to all now. Okay? People back then, if you were uh, a pagan, some Gentile, you had to come in and become proselyte. You had to live as a Jew, but as not pertaining the flesh. Now we are one in Christ Jesus because of what he did for us. His, his sacrifice. So it's talking about our redemption, our salvation. At that moment, that moment when you finally quit trying to trust in your own righteousness and surrender. Surrender all. Does that mean you have to clean up your life and try to come to God and, you know, and in that sort of, no, no, but understand that in you is no good thing. There is none righteous, no, not one, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God sacrificed himself for us. 
to reconcile us back to him, as it says other places. And so it's, it's pretty clear. I just wanted to go back through contextually and just give a nice little review of kind of what we've talked about so far. All right, Romans chapter 11. Romans chapter 11 and verse 1. Let me get myself situated here. I wrote all my notes down. All those other notes I had like all written out. So now I got all these other ones in my Bible. So let's start reading along together. I say then, hath God cast away his people? God forbid. For I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham of the tribe of Benjamin. Let me say it definitively. God is not done with the nation of Israel. There are still prophecies. There's still promises that have been made, and he is not slack concerning his promises. They will happen. Write it down. Write it down. God hath not cast away his people, which he foreknew. Wot ye not what the scripture saith of Elias, how he maketh intercession to God against Israel, saying, (laughs) remember this account, Lord, they have killed thy prophets, and dig down thine altars, and I am left alone, and they seek my life. But what saith the answer of God unto him? I have reserved to myself seven thousand men who have not bowed the knee to the image of Baal. Even so then, at this present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, this is he said, just like in the past, even so now, Even so then, at this present time, also there is a remnant according to the election of grace. There's still Jews that get saved as pertaining to the flesh. But after that, we are one in Christ Jesus, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Yes. Amen and amen. And if by grace, verse number six, then is no more of works. Otherwise, grace is no more grace. For by grace are ye saved through faith, Ephesians 2, 8, 9. But if it be of works, then it is no more grace. Otherwise, work is no more work. Were it not for grace. You, you feel yourself getting puffed up in your Christian walk as I do, where I'm thinking, oh, I got this all put together. Remember grace. Don't forget. Don't forget. Uh... I think I'm uh, having problems streaming here. Am I still on YouTube here? I don't know if I'm still on YouTube or not. But uh, I I just dropped out. So if it's buffering for you guys out there, I apologize here on on uh, on YouTube. Um, like I said before, this is the first night that I'm doing with the restreaming to both things, and I don't think I have the uh, bandwidth to do it, to be honest with you. So I apologize for that, uh, that interruption, but uh, listen to the podcast. Yeah, so there is some buffering going on on, on YouTube, and um, hopefully not on on, on uh, Facebook, but I apologize about that. But I was just uh, making the comments about grace. Were it not for grace, just remember God's grace and how um, somebody has put it before, God's riches at Christ's expense. 
Just remember that. Verse number seven, what then? Israel hath not obtained that which he seeketh for, but the election hath obtained it, and the rest were blinded. According as it is written, God hath given them the spirit of slumber, eyes that they should not see, and ears that they should not hear unto this day. Sadly so. And David saith, let their table be made a snare, and a trap, and a stumbling block. Who's that stumbling block? It's Jesus Christ, and a recompense unto them. Let their eyes be darkened, that they may not see, and bow down their back alway. I say then, have they stumbled that they should fall? God forbid. But rather through their fall, salvation is coming to the Gentiles, for to provoke them to jealousy. And that's Romans ten nineteen. So again, there it is. Provoke them to jealousy. Now, as this, if you can just call it the church age, just, just for a, a common term that some people use, I, I don't really like using that term, but just to use a, a term that people might understand or, or relate to, in this time, in this dispensation, God has brought in the Gentiles, as he says here in Romans 10 and also in Romans 11, a couple times, to provoke them to jealousy. That's what it's for. And we'll see here in a second that until the fullness of the Gentiles come in, and then it's Jacob's trouble time. And through that wrath is poured out on this earth, that's the final chance that they have to endure to the end and to finally call upon their Messiah, to call on their Messiah, as we just saw in Joel 2. And they will one day do that. So, okay. So if if again, if people are still having trouble out there, I really apologize. I don't think this is worth the ten dollars. I think I just might be going to uh, Facebook or YouTube uh, for the time being. But, anyways, if anybody's monitoring the uh, Facebook over there and see if it's it's doing the same thing, it looks like there's no issues there. So. Okay, well, no issues over there, so I come back over here. <laughs> All right, well, I appreciate it as, you're, you're, as you uh, have some patience with me, okay? All right, so uh, verse number 10. No, no, we just read verse number 11. Verse number 12, Now if the fall of them be the riches of the world, and the diminishing of them the riches of the Gentiles, how much more their fullness? For I speak to you Gentiles, insomuch as I am an apostle of the Gentiles, I magnify mine office. We knew Paul was to the Gentiles. He said, I no longer go to the Jews. I go to the Gentiles. We get that. Um, but so he is speaking in terms of the flesh now, okay, as far as like who they were nationality-wise. Let's put it that way. If by any means I may provoke to immolation them which are my flesh. Again, he's speaking about his flesh now, making that distinction that he is a Jew and might save some of them. If you out there are a believing um, Jew of the nation, uh, you are a, a Semite a, uh, from the lineage of Shem. If you are, and you're saved and born again, I know you know one of the best ways to witness to people, if you watch this, is through the Old Testament to professing Jews. You can show them Jesus Christ through that. All the prophecies that he fulfilled all the prophecies of he fulfilled. and But the biggest stumbling block that Jews have 
in Judaism or whatever form they want to take on, the biggest stumbling block they still have is Jesus Christ. That's what the word says, that he was the stumbling block. Verse 15, for if the casting away of them be reconciling of the world, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? For the first fruit be holy, the lump is also holy. And if the root be holy, so are the branches. Boy, who's that root? And if some of the branches be broken off, and thou, being a wild olive tree, wert grafted in among them, and with them partakest of the root and fatness of the olive tree, boast not against the branches. But if thou boast, thou bearest not the root, but the root thee. So even if you do, and you're saved, it's not like he's, you're losing your salvation. You don't bear the root. The root, grounded and rooted in, in uh, the pillar and ground of the truth, is Jesus Christ. Thou wilt say then, the branches were broken off that I might be grafted in. See how you're kind of getting kind of puffed up? That's a warning, I think, to the, the I guess, the culture of today. If you look at uh, a lot of studies that have been going on, how much anti-Semitism is going on in the world, in America, it's on the rise. Yes, days are short. Time is drawing near. Get saved. Warning, the time of Jacob's trouble. It's not meant for us at all. It's meant for the nation of Israel to finally come in as a whole nation. You don't want to go through that. Get saved today. And just look at the, the signs of the times that's appearing right now. Anti-Semitism is on the rise, big time. Don't, if you're a professing Christian, how in the world you can be anti-Semitic is beyond me. Anti-anybody. If you are a racist and you hold somebody's skin color against them and you don't see them as a soul that will spend eternity somewhere, shame on you. I don't recognize that spirit. I don't at all. Shame on you. Everybody will give an account one day. They'll stand before God. That's what truly matters. Whether they're in his righteousness or their own quote-unquote righteousness. Shame on you if you're a professing Christian. And if you're a professing Christian and you're just flat-out racist, get saved. Okay? How can you say that you love your brother or you hate your brother how can you say you love me? I'm, I'm butchering that verse. But how can you say you love me whom you have not seen and hate your brother who you can see? It's impossible. And if you're straying towards that direction, whether you're black, white, brown, it doesn't matter what color you are. And if you're racist, just remember, it's not of God. So... You know, the black Israelites, Hebrews and roots and all this kind of stuff. And everybody's this, all this racism, the, the clan of the deep South and that wanted to claim Christ and all this kind of stuff. That isn't, that's not Jesus Christ. That's a false Christ right there. Well, because of unbelief, they were broken off. Verse 20, and thou standest by faith, be not high minded, but fear. For if God spared not the natural branches, take heed, lest he also not spare thee. Speaking as. Gentiles, Barry say the fullness of the Gentiles come in. 
Time is short. Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fell severity. But toward thee goodness, if thou continue in his goodness, otherwise thou shalt be cut off. As long as there's still... Thank God for the God of patience. Long-suffering. This world is so, so jacked up. But he's still patient. And he's long-suffering. But don't tempt, don't try out how long that's going to be. Get saved today. Come to the end of yourself today. That godly sorrow. Understanding that there, you can't do anything. No works of righteousness you can do. None. Faith in the one that did it all. Verse number 23. And they also, if they abide not still in unbelief, shall be grafted in. See, Jews that get saved are still grafted into the root. In Christ Jesus, Christ in us, the hope of glory. For God is able to graft them in again. See, there's no difference. It's for all. Romans 10, 12, it's for everybody. He's not willing that any should perish. Not willing that none, zero. Verse 24, for thou wert cut out of the olive tree, which is wild by nature. And were graft contrary to nature into a good olive tree. How much more shall these, which be the natural branches, be grafted into their own olive tree? That will happen. At the end of Jacob's trouble, at the end of that Daniel's 70th week, when he comes back in power as the lion of the tribe of Judah, no longer the lamb. They'll look upon him whom they pierce, and he's coming back in power to rule and reign with a rod of iron for a thousand years. And brings back in them into the land, their nation, and they'll rule and reign. Verse number 25, for I would not, here's that word again, brethren, still speaking to safe people, that ye should be ignorant of this mystery, lest ye should be wise in your own conceits. How many people do we meet that are wise in their own conceits? I'm looking at one right here in my monitor. I get wise in my own conceit just thinking that I got it all put together. But just remember about this, this mystery, that blindness in part has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. When the Christ in his will and his timing catches us away. That's the time of the Gentiles when that Gentiles become in. That's the fullness of the Gentiles. That last person gets saved. Don't be here for that that last that last week, please. I'm warning you. I'm warning you with all love and in truth. And so all Israel shall be saved. The nation of Israel will, will be saved. Those that remain. And then there's the uh, judgment of the sheep and the goats and so forth and so on. We'll get into that at some other day. As it is written, there shall come out of Zion the deliverer. Amen. And shall turn away ungodliness from Jacob. That's the nation. For this is my covenant unto them, when I shall take away their sins. As concerning the gospel, they are enemies for your sakes. But as touching the election, they are beloved for the Father's sakes. Meaning that those promises haven't gone away. There's no such thing as this. The church now is the new nation of Israel. We're the new Jews. 
We are, we are subject to all those promises that God gave them. Wait a minute. If you're subject to the promises, you're also subject to the wrath, which we are not appointed to wrath. See, see, that's, that's how we get. There's a replacement people that want to preach this replacement theology. They want to take all the blessings. Oh, yeah, those are mine. Those are mine. That's mine. That's mine. But what about the curses that come along with it? We're, we're no longer under the curse. Excuse me. We're no longer under it. Just something to think about. For the gifts, verse 29, and calling of God are without repentance. He's not going to change his mind. For as ye in times past have not believed God, yet have now obtained mercy through their unbelief. Speaking to saved people here, even so have these also now not believed that through your mercy they shall also obtain mercy. We should love the nation of Israel, and we should witness to them every single chance we get. We should witness to everybody. But this anti-Semitism that's on the rise is just unbiblical. Racism is unbiblical. For God hath concluded, verse 32, them all in unbelief that he might have mercy upon all. It's for all. Oh, the depths of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God, how unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord or hath been his counselor or who hath first given to him and it shall be recompensed unto him again for of him and through him and to him are all things to whom be glory forever amen that which was from the beginning who we owe all to everything jesus paid it all all to him i owe were it not for grace though sister elizabeth that's on here on youtube Talks about that song. My brother, uh, my brother Aaron talks about that song, Were It Not For Grace. So true. Were it not for grace, we'd be in a lot of trouble. We'd be uh, some pagan out there, out in the middle of nowhere, not having any hope for tomorrow. And uh, God, through his infinite wisdom, can't understand all these things. He's God. His his ways are beyond our ways. We can't even fathom it. But he has decided for a time that Israel will be blind in part, deaf in part, until the fullness of the Gentiles become in. And then he's going to work on them for uh, a solid week of years, as so to speak, seven years. So, all right. Well, I did pretty good. I thought I was going to take a little bit more time with all this stuff in the beginning. I hope that made sense tonight. I hope that uh, I didn't say anything that the the uh, the Spirit of God did not want me to say. And so I, I pray that uh, uh, that that uh, I've only said what the Spirit has had me to say. And uh, I'm noticing now that um, I'm losing. I keep losing internet connection here a little bit. So. That's probably on my internet. So if you're if you're seeing some um, if you're seeing some glitching, that's probably what it is. So I'm really having trouble with that tonight. But uh, I hope that it's it's coming through okay on Facebook. All right, now 
Uh, I'm going to open it up so we take questions and and um, and also comments and everything like that. Just remember that we do keep it clean. And uh, and if you have a legitimate question, I want to I want to entertain that. Now on on YouTube here is uh people on YouTube or is everybody picking this up? Yeah. The, you, as long as you can hear me, uh, I really apologize for that tonight there. Everybody watching on YouTube. It seems like the uh, Facebook is, is doing way better. Um, so it is what it is. But uh, if you um, are on YouTube and you're a moderator and uh, yeah, just give people uh, just give people a chance and opportunity to make sure that they're not trying to troll and, and spam and stuff like that. And uh, if they have a legitimate question, I want to hear it. All right, so I'm going to go back through the line here. I will go back over to the uh, the Facebook page to see if there's any comments that get uh, dropped off there. I did notice, I don't know if you're still on here, but uh, Jacob Leckage from down on the Mississippi Gulf Coast is uh, commented a little while ago. And so if you're still on here, awesome to see you. What a, uh, <laughs> what a great testimony uh of god's redemption and his patience as uh brother jacob has uh went through some things in his life as far as uh just horrible things and uh god saved him uh and uh, it's good to see you on here and now you would think see again we're not for grace you would think that this person would be nowhere near which you would consider somebody that would be uh, able to be used of God. And uh, he's out there preaching now. And uh, just keep preaching the word, brother. So there's been a few glitches, but the sound has been perfectly clear. Yeah, that's what normally happens. So I think it'll all get kind of cleaned up a little bit in uh, when it finally gets posted, but uh, yeah, for some reason, I bet you it's because of the uh, the weather is so bad. The wind here in um, South Central, right here on the border of Pennsylvania and Maryland, um, has been atrocious today. I mean, it's been up around 40, 45 miles an hour and uh, snowed really, really quickly. So winter is upon us. So maybe that's just been jacking up the uh, the Internet just a little bit. But all right. Going back to Facebook, or excuse me, YouTube, to look at this. Okay. Brother Daruna stopped in. Good to see you, brother. And um, then he jumped back out. <laughs> so I just saw that. Still buffering. All these uh, comments about buffer just for a second. Well, that's good. It. It happens sometimes just because the uh, internet connection gets kind of screwy, but that's all right. All right, so we have a comment here. Uh, compare verse 14 of Romans 11 to verse 27 of Romans 9, okay? So verse 14 of Romans 11, and you're about ready to get some more buffering. Verse 14, and if in by any means I may provoke the emulation of them which are in my flesh and and might save some of them. And then verse 27 in Romans 9, 
though the number uh, Zayas also cries concerning Israel, though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. Yeah. So very similar. And then we have a comment here. Uh, the signs of the times are in the news and on the internet. If you read the Bible and look at the news, you're without excuse to think the Bible is a fairy tale. That's right. Brother Gabriel, it's a good point. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to believe that all this stuff is coincidental, which I don't. So, okay, checking in Facebook and back over here to YouTube. All right. Comment, wise in your own conceits equals pride. The wisdom of this world is foolishness with, uh, with God. That's right. Okay. Uh, question, Brother uh, Adam Moore. What's the difference between the New Covenant where God writes the law in the Jews' hearts and in Romans 2 where the law is already written in our hearts? Okay, the New Covenant where God writes the law in the Jews' hearts. Which verse was that again and again? I write them in their hearts. It's somewhere in... Romans 2 is written in our hearts. Uh, Brother Moore, if you're still on here, if you could, uh, where do you see the, the new covenant where God writes the law in the Jews' hearts? Because I'm trying to remember where that's at. I can't draw a blank here. Somebody can help me out with that. Uh, well, I'll come back to that and see if uh, we have another, if he kind of clears that back up. Yeah. All right. So Brother JT is saying here, when I was a, when I was writing my gospel booklet, I was considering adding Romans 11 as a bonus chapter, even though the immediate context is about the Jews, right? Speaking of what happened to them for our, for our sake, there's an implicit kick on self-righteousness. Sure is. In the life of a Christian, uh, looking at verse 13 through 25, dispensationally, a Christian can get high-minded. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we do have a question here. Question, um, yeah, Brother Moore is talking about it. It talks about the uh, in their hearts in the book of Hebrews. Yeah, uh, if that's where you're you're referring back to, yeah, we can we can talk about that. And I did a an entire study on the book of Hebrews, but I might have might not have hit on that point. So, but question here, um, Stephen Woodruff Woodruff, question: Did I understand verse five correctly? The remnant, according to the election of grace, are Jews saved at this time, members of the body of Christ separate from the future remnant Jews of the time of Jacob's trouble. Seems like that to me. Because, um, and if you look, yeah, even so then at this present time, also there's a remnant according to the election of grace. Yeah. And then, boo, boo, boo. 
it talks about the remnant later on. Can't remember, but yes, I, it seems like that to me that it's 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 plainly spoken there that it says even at this present time there was. We obviously know that there was Jews being saved. Um, there's about five thousand of them that were saved on the day of Pentecost. So there's that. So uh, hopefully that uh, cleared it up a little bit. For those unaware, my booklet is the Romans Road, going through each chapter. Yes, let's see if I got that. Yeah, here it is. How to be saved and know it, and uh, just a small little booklet with a lot of scriptures in it, um, where it goes through Romans one through ten. Brother JT has put out, so go check that out on his channel, and uh, you can pick up a bunch of those. And then, um, as you're having gospel conversations with people, you can uh, hand that to them, and uh, a good way to work through uh, different things with them. Okay. Hebrews 8. Yeah, Hebrews chapter 8. So that's interesting. And it also mentions uh, we'll have the, his name in our forehead uh, for all eternity, too. That's kind of interesting. Uh, Rome, uh, Hebrews 8. And where am I looking at? 810. Okay. For this is the covenant that I will that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be them a God, and that shall be to me a people. Seems like that is future tense, brother. Uh, we have, you know, I'm not the best student, okay. But what has really kind of helped me, and I don't know if uh, my former teacher, Miss uh, Henry, now Susan Henry, uh, used to be Susan Noggle. When she was uh, teaching English, I, I'm thankful for that now. Uh, looking at tense, verb tense, and you know prepositions and uh, personal pronouns and the antecedents to those, it's a really helpful way to read the English language and not get it kind of twisted up. So I would say, Brother Moore, that that is, seems to be a future, uh, future tense in Hebrews. Speaking of that, because it's showing a future tense in that verb, and then it does say it uh, at this present time in Romans 11. All right, uh, Brother Gabriel, question. Regarding that God hates racism, Numbers 12 seems to support that, uh, That, but I have read Ezra 10 where it talks about strange wives, God condemned intermarriage in verse 12 through 19. Okay, Uh so we're speaking about things back then uh, to keep the nation of Israel pure. Okay. Uh, that was very clear. I'm not going to deny that. Um, and maybe that's a different topic for a different day, Brother Gabriel. But in Christ, there's no difference. Jew, Greek, male or female. Obviously, we know there is differences between male and female. But it's speaking, spiritually speaking, we're one in Christ Jesus. We're not unequally yoked together. And so... There's some things that we can talk about that, yes, under the law, those things were condemned. And um, I just trust God on that. And then, and for today, you know, God doesn't have a problem with that, is what Brother Gabriel is saying. So uh, that's, that's maybe a topic for a different time. Um, but um, I would just say that uh, let the Spirit lead you on that. Okay? Let the Spirit lead. Brother Woodrow says, thanks. 
Yeah, and Brother Gabriel uh, is continuing on. I appreciate you bringing that up. But, yes, you know, in the past there was those things. Um, and uh, if we lived by some of those laws, um, we'd be going in and mowing down people, um, saying that God told us to do it. Mm-hmm. There is a lot of, uh, quote-unquote, Christians out there that are advocating for that just exact thing. So, Yeah. That's not the spirit of Christ in you. I guarantee you that. It may be a spirit, but it ain't the spirit of Christ. Okay. It's really disappointing. Maybe it's just the internet tonight, so we'll give it a couple more tries. I have like a one month for $10 or something like that for this uh, this restreaming. It's called Caster. Basically, I stream from my broadcaster to it, and then it pushes it out to YouTube and uh, Facebook. I just, this is my first time trying it. And uh, like I said, I just think the internet wasn't keeping up with us tonight. Okay, any other questions? We got about another 10 minutes. If if you're on Facebook and watching this on Facebook, if you would uh, drop a comment down below um, and uh, let me know you're here so I can uh, see what's going on there. So we have, uh, looks like my wife, I can kind of see, and Mr. Brodsky, I don't know if you're still on here right now, but uh, if you're on here, hello to you. Interesting enough, I'm looking at uh, Facebook Live right now. (laughs) All right, well, it's lagging again. Well, great. Well, I think um, I think if there's no more questions here tonight, I think we might just start wrapping it up. What I would say is go back to, uh, to the beginning part of this this video when the uh, when the internet wasn't uh, messing up so much, and uh, what I would do is just study God's word for what it says, and don't don't get angry with people. Just point them to the word of God, and if the spirit is uh, of if the spirit of Christ is in them he'll he'll teach okay just be patient with people all right so i think i'm going to end up there uh just be looking for the audio podcast there won't be any glitches on that cuz that goes straight from my uh my my mixer right here into my uh my recorder so at least that won't be glitchy uh Like I said, I'll give this a couple more tries uh, to do and just to see how it works out. If Maybe it'll do better next time. And uh, I think that's about it. We're going to call it a, a wraps for tonight. Thank you for joining me here on Let This Mind Be In You. If it's the first time you've watched a live stream um, and you're watching on Facebook and you're not uh, subscribed over on YouTube, you can do that, vice versa, so forth and so on, uh, for as long as God allows us to be on whatever platforms. Um, I just want to be standing on the digital street corner, so to speak, and just proclaiming his word. That's all I want to do and uh, teaching through as best I can. And uh, I'm just got to be the conduit, just trying to be an ambassador and give the word of the king. And so uh, I just ask that you'd help spread the word and um, through however you can, okay? 
be looking to uh, be looking to for those opportunities, those uh, those moments when the the spirit is speaking to you, saying, "Hey, you need to reach out, please." He'll give you the power to overcome, even if you have shyness or any of these other things. He greater is He that is in you. Okay, He'll give you the ability. If you try to think, well, I, I'm no good in it myself. I don't have a good, excellent speech. Yeah, Moses tried to say the same thing. We we don't come in excellency of speech, as Paul says. Uh, I'm not coming in excellency of speech either. I've been stumbling over some words. It doesn't matter. Preach the word. That's That's it. Just preach the word. I'm thankful for you joining me tonight here on on YouTube. Thank you for joining me here on Facebook Live if you've uh, been over here. Um, if somebody tries to teach you that uh, that God is done with the nation of Israel, just go back and read Romans 11 again and see that God is not done. He's not slack concerning his promises. He will he, they will come true. Okay? So I appreciate it. Everybody that joined me tonight here on on, uh, on YouTube and dealt with all the glitches, really appreciate that. And uh, Mr. Uh, Brother Stephen Woodruff here just made a comment out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If it's inside of you, let it out, okay? Tell others about Christ. Tell others about Christ today. The hope in you, okay? What he did for you, his grace. Don't forget about grace. Because if it weren't for that, we'd be in a mess of trouble. Massive, massive trouble. So I appreciate you being here tonight. Um, I love you in the Lord. Be ambassadors this week. Walk worthy through the power of the Spirit. And join me next time here on Let This Mind Be In You, probably next Thursday. I don't think there's, unless uh, Lord willing, next Thursday. And we'll try it again here on Facebook and as well as YouTube. Okay, love you in the Lord. I usually try to make it right here in an hour, and we're just about there anyway. So um, if anybody has any last-minute questions, you got about 10 seconds, about 10 more seconds, and then uh, I'm going to go ahead and shut down the stream. Stephen Woodruff, that's uh, his brother. I, that's the first time I think I've seen you on a live stream, so thank you for joining. Uh, thank you for that. Brother Adam Moore, thank you for the fellowship as well, brother, and the uh, and bringing those those good points about uh, Hebrews. Really appreciate that. Okay, that's it. I think I'm I'm lagging a little bit here, even on Facebook. So that's it. I'm gonna shut her down, and uh, before this machine over here blows up, I, apparently I don't know what's going on, but uh, love you in the Lord. And uh, I'll see you next time, Lord willing. And if I don't see you next time here on Let This Mind Be In You, hopefully I'm seeing you face to face as we look upon him who uh, paid the price for us, who purchased us with his own blood. Boy, I can't wait for that. Good night. God bless you.